top the most crisp audio. It's tight. Woo! Tennis point Tuesday! It's actually Wednesday, guys, but I just love saying tennis point Tuesday. Appreciate you guys all listening. I feel like we're kind of building a community, so if you guys reach out to us, just let us know that you listened to the podcast, you hated it, you loved it, whatever. We just love feedback. Let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. But no, happy week. It's uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the week of uh, Christmas, so hope all of your holiday shopping has gone well. Joe, did you get all your Christmas shopping in for the kids already? Did you line them all up? <laughs> I did. I got it done today, actually. Well, let's, let's pretend that your kids are not going to listen to the beginning of this podcast. What was your favorite gift that you picked out for one of the boys? Uh, well, I got, uh, I got both of them a bunch of Legos because they're very, they're very into Legos and into Nintendo Switch. And I got them some tenda, uh, um, tennis stuff, um, got new tennis bags. Let's go. They're, they're, they're very collectors of gear. They both got, like, Sam got his 10-year-old racket though this year, so he's not looking at a new racket right now. Ben's looking at new rackets all the time. At that age, it's just a fun age to watch them kind of how they select their clothes and their shoes and their rackets. What are your boys, like, how are they influenced at that age to pick a racket? Are they looking at pros? Are they looking at kids at clinic? Definitely pros. They're looking at pros, um, and then they're also looking at kids at, at the at the court, mm-hmm. the good kids, what mm-hmm. they're using, the kids that throw the racket and go crazy, like the like. The mental schizophrenic kids, they don't want those. They don't whatever, want those. Whatever that kid has, they don't want anything. That kid, they want the, they the kids want got Wilson socks. I'm never buying Wilson socks <laughs> ever, Dad. You're, you, you have very calm, cool, and collected children. They are. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a rare sighting on the tennis court, I, I must say. It's a, lot of, a lot of kids like myself when I was a youngin uh, live and die with every point. So, no. <laughs> That's good, gonna, though, about you. It, it, <laughs> I, I try to tame it down, at least in front of the kids. But it's it, it's tough, as you know. You you've seen me coach these these young fellows. But um, no, awesome to be here. Always happy to get back in the booth. We're hoping to up this up. 2022, we've got big goals. We want to get up to what, what? What's our goal? What do we decide on? How many pods per month? I think we're trying. We we want to get up to be um, eight a month. But we're trying. Be, I mean, yep. eventually we want to do it every day. Yep. We got to get paid. But yep. you know. No, every trying to do it. Daily podcasts. I think that's what the fans want. I think they want that. I think that that's where it is. They're gonna start, get it too. They're gonna get people it. like on the on the on the analytics. Yep, on the <laughs> analytics side of things. Well, yeah, you can see them like all interested Keep, for like the hour, and then you, like you don't post for a couple of days, yep. and it just disappears. Like no, I, yeah, it's a, that's why we want to be more regular with this recording. But guys, it's hard. It is. It is hard. But we're gonna make it happen for you guys and uh, and, and for ourselves. I think we have a lot of things that we can hopefully share and inform and promote. A lot of good stories tennis. out there in tennis and a lot of guys working really hard to achieve their dreams and doing things not just on the court, but whether it's the marketing aspect of it, the branding of it, the coaching, training, all that stuff is very interesting to you and I. So That we love. Yep, yep. that we love just as much. And we'll be bringing those guests on here soon. Um, but, yeah, today – Do you want to talk about any of the people that we're hoping to bring on here? Because you, oh, you have a list. we got a list. we got a list of some guys we've reached out to in the last few days. Um we're, I really want to dive into the college market first. Let's do that. Um, ahead of the Australian Open kind of hype, I want to get a couple, a few of these college guys on. It's the first semester that these college athletes have had a chance to make money off their name, image, and likeness, um, which is pretty cool. And it's a good transition to the first thing I want to talk about anyway. Um, just Indie.com is this really cool um, platform that we're going to be using to help these college athletes. And I want to help these athletes make money and make their experience in college even even better than what it is already. Like, I remember being in college. I mean, I, I'm acting like it was long ago. 2017, uh, 2016 was like you don't ha- like 
you're playing tennis so much, you're going but to school. You said you had opportunities where they were asking you to, yeah, you couldn't cash in. You couldn't, yeah, you couldn't do anything because there was just like, you didn't know what was, yeah. I mean, not to say like anybody was tracking Bellarmine Tennis's players to see what they were doing, but yeah, you just didn't take that, didn't take that risk on. But now there's just so many opportunities with what these guys can do. And Indy.com is one thing that we're really excited to be an affiliate of going, in, going forward in 2022, which is going to allow players to make content, whether it's pictures, videos, um, going live and showing your practices or training sessions. And you, you can tag any product that you wear, you use, um, and you can speak on it with kind of your honest opinion. And you, you, you have a unique code that is unique to your own profile. And anybody that purchases uh, apparel or any product off your page, you make a commission off that. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a built-in program run, run through a third party that it'll be affiliated with tennis point and it'll be a direct catalog to our site. And it's going to allow these guys that are phenomenal tennis players that know this product as good as anybody. And they're honestly the best sales people in tennis. It it's is like, similar to like the shop your gear where you look yep. up like Rubelev, but you can just do it exactly. through, the, through college ranks. Exactly. That's I, totally, I mean, I, I love that. I love looking at everyone's It's a little different in like shorts. No, I, I'm the same way. It's like I want to know why these guys picked that shoe and why they picked this racket, why they yep. have that string, why are they using this natural gut, why are they using this polyester. Yep. That stuff is – I've always been able to nerd out on that stuff. I think there's a niche audience for it. And with when you get to the pros, those guys are making so much money from these brands to say, um, you know, like these guys – like Head, Head always puts in their Instagram, like this racket – they're representing this racket, but the racket in their hands may not – actually be the identical version that you're buying off our yeah well then like just like as a tennis viewer not to like jump Mm -hmm. in but no i always think of the that there's it's just like death by infinity and you can see so much gear out there but you know what you kind of play like and you're like i kind of hit the ball like that guy like i wish i knew what kind of strings he had now you can just shop it exactly these guys are going to be very transparent with that is like they have the information and the goods and this is going to give them a platform that kind of inspires or motivates them to kind of go about their business in a little different way without taking too much more time up on their, on their day as they're already going to be on the court. They can promote their teammates while one player, while one player is recovering. He can walk around with the camera and uh, just help his teammates out. And the teammates, it's just a cool, it'll hopefully build like a cool team camaraderie um, as well as on top of all, they can profit off their, off their uh, name, image, and likeness. So I'm excited about it. That's what we're going to be launching here coming up as well as uh, some partnerships that we're very excited about as well. It's going to be a big 2022, I think. Um, but, yeah, the NIL stuff, we'll be bringing on some guests to talk about their experience, what they've done. And going what... to some tournaments too, maybe. Exactly, yeah. We'll, we'll... Doing some interviews. For sure, for sure. That's got to be in the plans. Got to. Um, yeah, I can't wait to be a part of some of these ITA events and uh, get on the road and get get some content pumping and showing off, in my opinion, the best format in, in tennis right now, which is exists in the college game and just the excitement it brings with the no-ed scoring, doubles, points mattering, and uh, just the atmosphere of guys cheering on teammates and getting coached from from their from their uh, friends, roommates, coaches, whatever. And it's just like a cool atmosphere that doesn't exist anywhere else besides like the Labor Cup, Davis Cup type places, which I would like to see a bigger emphasis on in the promotional, um, just like the promotions of them and the marketability of these. Is I think the team events, when you get these guys mic'd up and fans can hear what they're saying to each other and, and how they're encouraging them. I think there's a lot to be learned from that. And we saw with Formula One, that documentary that did wonders for their sport. And I think tennis can do something similar. It just shows like a, a slight niche, like you were saying that there's a niche audience for it because as a tennis person, you're, you're used to watching tennis in these kind of windows of 
of classical tennis it's either a grand slam or it's like an atp tour event mm -hmm. but like when you started kind of pointing me to um big 10 tennis and and it's different it's nice because you've seen guys like you said getting behind people there's not a huge crowd there's no some usually there's not anyone in the audience it's mm -hmm. just the, the the teammates kind of backing that guy up and i find that to be almost more intense because yep. you can just hear the the desperation like and the guy's like starting to hit double faults or something you can just feel it like, you can you can feel you it can. getting gut punched because they're all they're it. all losing a point i i think that's there's something like i think you're, you hit the nail on the head I think there's something to be said. I, I've watched these challenger matches, and as I know you have, like, yeah. it's almost more tension it's because so much more tension. it is. I think the guy's it's like playing for a sandwich. And it, it, <laughs> I mean that. And it, and I like, mean it. And like the guy's family members are cheering super hard for him, yeah. and then it's like his, the other family members are sitting right across, and they're cheering super. It's just like a wild atmosphere. And college tennis, it. I mean, it's always tension. Full. I mean, for the full two and a half hours that that match that dual match is going on, we always had a guy on our team. His name is Jimmy Fernandez. Shout out to Jimmy, but he he like some guys play worse in that type of weird tension where the guys are going back and forth constantly and making little jabs and doing little annoying things to get it under each other's skin. But this dude played his best tennis when he would do that to the guys, and it was wild to watch him play these mental games. That like I think he had just as much fun yeah. playing these mental games with players as he did actually hitting his wicked forehand. Where it was just a fight. It was I like mean, it turned into a dog fight. Like yeah, there's definitely tennis. He would crack before. a winner. Yeah, he's cracking a winner and like staring his opponent down. Yeah. And, Hitting a drop shot and then like fall like, like running into the net like a crazy man like just doing. Everybody's like, been in a match where it's turned into a dog fight and you just like you know it's a different it's different tennis. We're talking about it. So what's let's do it. What's the worst like, <laughs> it, you're, like you've been playing competitive tennis now for <laughs> a couple of years again. Get, getting back to tennis, which is uh, a six cool story months, in itself. Nate, six months. Six months. Six months. Stop it. I'm six months in. I, I'm six months in. Wow. So you you started after the kids did. I started after them. Yeah. Okay, so it, wow, I don't know so why I, time has gone very slow. At the same time, it's flown by. It's weird. Well, time, like I've time known is weird. you. I've known you a lot longer, and you and I have been playing tennis for more. But like, but I haven't. Didn't. I haven't been playing at all. Like, I, I've been. So in your six months, <laughs> give me some things that like tennis players do that get just drive you nuts. Like, what gets under your skin that tennis players do right now in the interclub tennis setting that you're just like, come on, dude. I mean, there's so like. Um, not to make it about me, I think that because I'm sure that I do stuff that's annoying. Yep. <laughs> like I'm sure you do, and yeah. you probably don't even oh. know you're annoying someone. I think I know it. I think I know people probably like this guy. But like, I mean, I've hit with you. You're not annoying. I don't think I'm annoying. <laughs> Good. But Good. like, I think that like the um, my biggest thing that drives me nuts is the the. Just, just being disrespectful to the person you're playing. I don't like. There's a number of ways that happens on the tennis about, court. I man. care about the person that I'm playing. It's like, you might be the nicest guy in interclub tennis. I think so. I, I think you be. are. I don't. Wanna, I, I think you're gonna win. I don't the wanna sports cheat. I don't want to no, cheat. No, I, I, I think you're gonna be the sportsmanship of, of the year award. You and Rafa, but like one thing we're like I was. One thing that I, I don't can't like when people don't call their lines. That drives me nuts. That that might my, my, that's my biggest pay, pay. Not calling lines. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least if it's with, if it's within a foot and a half. You got it. Like, yeah. make a motion with your hand make or call hand. it out. Yeah, don't just, like, assume. We're yeah, not, like, if, like if none of us are that good that we're, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I've always felt like it's calling lines in tennis, especially when you're playing with a pretty good player and they're hitting the ball 80 miles an hour. It's like, dude, just call the lines. Like, let's leave, take all the doubt out of it that you yeah. just called it out, whatever, and then I can move on. But the, the best is when you call the you call the score is, like, 40-30. 
And the guy's like, no, dude, that, that last ball was out. And yeah. you're like, oh, was it? And you're like, well, you didn't say anything. And he's like, dude, it was way out. And you're like, man, way out? Way out. I'm like I, sitting there a, watching it hit like, the line. We needed like, Hawkeye to see this thing. And these guys right. are calling it way out. Well, and especially when you're the call, when you're on serve, you have to wait for, like, did they, like, they, they want me to just, like, I'm just supposed to assume that that was out. But I, I think that it hit the line, but they didn't call anything. So, like, I always feel like it's, like, the best just to be, like, like to ask them, but then it's weird. Like you should just call it the score, and you should just give yourself the point, right? That's that's so funny. But that's uh, have you run into this very much though in your club tennis? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I run into that and a slew of other fun things to deal with. But I think people are are uh, there's there's a there's definitely a fine line of where the mental game comes in. And the, as when you when you start to lack in physical ability, I think some people try to compensate with the mental component. And you got uh, to. It's all part of the. It's all part of it these days. I'm not smart enough to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, guys. Sorry, that, that was a side sorry. tangent. We did. We didn't have that planned in the, in the what's program. What's something that bothers you? Come on. Oh, what's something that bothers me? I yeah. think we can go to doubles. Uh, for for what bothers me is it just like what will always drive me nuts. My last college match of my career. We had Apollo Ono in, in the in the box where like whenever the, we were serving to the deuce court, we had Apollo Ono doing like figure skating like footwork drills in the box, oh, yeah. trying to throw me off like mid ball toss, squeaking cool. his squeaking his new uh, I think those were some some old barricades, squeaking his barricades hard into the, the the court just like that should be illegal. I'm just like and it probably there probably is a rule on it somewhere, but I didn't. It's not like I have recited the, the rule book too often, so I'm like after like the fourth time, I'm like. I, the, my, my partner was like, let's go wide here. And I'm like, nope. He like points out wide. He points down the middle. I'm like, nope. He points down the tee. And I'm just like, yeah, just come, 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 up, come back here real quick. I said, I'm just going to hit a first serve about as hard as I can. And I might miss it a little wide. And I, I hit the ball as crisp as I've ever hit a, a serve. I tossed, a, tossed like a foot over my head. Didn't even go to like my normal ball toss just so I could flatten a pancake out. And I just thumped, I just thumped this guy in the chest. There you go. And I mean, his dad was all fired up in the stands and because he was standing on the line. Yeah, he's standing on the line. He's like, he's like standing on the center service line. You can't stand on the line. Yeah, and he's like squeaking his feet on that. So it wasn't like the serve might have curved in, maybe. Um, I mean, what does the partner do while the while his partner's standing? Like it would mess you up on your return just as much as it's messing up the server. Like, what are you doing? No, it's. I'm glad you hit him. (laughs) And that was like the only time I've ever done that. Like, tried to do that, and the fact that it worked out on the first try, it was like I don't know how that happened, but it did. My I, sis- I heard my sister in the, in the in the crowd. He didn't try to do it, and I started laughing. I was like, "Yep, at least someone's got my back out here." It was uh, no, that's a funny story. I question that. Uh, I didn't try to claim. I didn't. I didn't try to. I'm just, I try to hit people when they come up to the net. If they come near the net, I can hit it. I'll hit them. The intimidation factor is, is is a big one. You can win matches off that. Let's let's get it moving on. We got what about calling people. Wait. One go more, ahead. You one, got one more. One more. Let me hear it. Because you went to doubles, and I just immediately thought that when you're up at the net, or if, like you hit a ball, and the net person calls the baseline out, that's that's that's, that's enough. That's 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 a that's tough. That's enough one. to make you go nuts. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it. I guess it depends on the situation, but I especially when it's like opposite ad corner, and the person is up at the net looking forward at the net of the other opposite net player, and they like glance back real quick, and they have the guts to call it out. That one, that that one irks you. Uh, Technically, it's like either of their call correct yeah I, like, yeah there's no yeah you can call yeah okay but it, that is a uh, definitely a pet peeve of mine as well um so yeah tennis point we just put out our top 2000 
uh, 21 racket silos that we released this year. We put out 10 of them. There's, we didn't put an order on them, but there were some awesome rackets this past season that, that dropped. Yes. Off the top yes, of your head, were. I mean, there were so many cool colorways and just cool cosmetic updates to some of these, these staple rackets. What was your favorite racket drop of this past season? Oh, man. Like, That's a tough one. Right? I, like, I wanted them all. I love the – like, like the first one I fell in love with, to be honest, was the, the gravity, the head gravity, yep. the, the two-tone – not the no. the new two-tone, the purple and kind of yep. like – Green? Yeah, green, chartreuse, whatever that is. Yeah, that was the first – I think that was like the first racket drop I remember of 2021. And it was – it popped. It looked like just like kind of its own – it looked like a work of art. That, that one – It is, yep. I think that – um, Shout out to Sasha Zverev and Ash Barty for designing that gem. Which is amazing that they have tennis racket industrial design skills. I mean, obviously, like, they probably picked the they, colors. Right. They, they picked them right. They did. They really did. Um, What's another one that pops out for you? Any of them? I like, yeah, I mean, I love, like, the V-Core, the yep. green, the Yonex V-Core. I thought that one was yep. sweet. I like the blade, the new blade. I loved all the... Um, the blade is sweet. The chameleon the U- and the U.S. Open. Edition. The chameleon one is just. You got one of each in your bag. I do. You I got, got you, you got an option every day. You go out there and play. I liked it because then I know which one I use. Sometimes I just switch them up in the middle of the set or switch That's cool. like in the set. Um, I kind of wish the Pure Arrow had an alternate colorway. With, I like I with like the plus. Yeah. The Pure Arrow Rafa does not come in the plus though. So, um, the head. I love the Technofiber too. The um, the Medvedev racket for some reason yep. that thing always just stuck out because it's just white. And um, yeah, I mean, those are you just you hit on. I a can few keep the, going. Uh, I, no, I'm just naming the, every you single name, racket that I like. You name three of the top ten we had. We the only other ones that we had that were um, that I'm not sure you hit with were the the boom, which I've, I've been kind of talking to you about. Is that the new one? That's the, a new like foam oh, green and black racket. one. That one, that racket's brand new though. Yeah, that, that'll be uh, more of a 2022 release. That thing's gonna take over because I don't know if you noticed during the the exhibition matches with uh, Rublev. Uh huh. Everybody's wearing that sea green. Yep. That's the thing. Yep. That's the new I color. think we'll see a top 10 player debut that boom in 2022, if I had to guess. Yeah. I think though, so I, I just, I think it's got some good momentum behind it. With they, they did a really cool launch with it, with doing the the demo, like send it to a friend after you test it out and kind of, they have that QR code associated with it so they know where it is. I thought that was a really cool way to launch it. Um, but then the head, the head Extreme Knight, which we saw Berrettini use. That one's cool. That's just a sick racket. That's like the Batman of It's all tennis. black, right? With yellow uh, lettering, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that one's really cool. Then the, the uh, you said the V Core Pro in the E Zone. So Yonex had a double the drop. The new one, I don't know. The the new V Core is like a blue and yellow. The V Core Pro. Green. The V Core Pro is the green and purple. The V Core is red. Is the one that Shapovalov used to use, and he just hopped into the to the new E Zone, which is like that. I like that one too. It's, that's a pretty looking racket. And Yonex then, has got neat design. I think that they, they do, do a good job. Yonex is crushing it. And then the Radical was up there with me. I thought the orange racket. Orange. T- you see Taylor Fritz, Diego Schwartzman. Yep. Um, you see Sloan Stevens repping it. That head Radical is super it good. It sticks out. It does. It's so bright. It has like a neat. Um, I like the bright rackets. I think I, I just do too. Like honestly with the, that's why I like the Technofiber too. It just sticks out. You can see their whole swing. Yep. And they're taking that like, like love Andy Murray and I love watching the backhand, but you can't tell what he's doing because that racket's black and muted out. And you can't tell. Why did I just forget? Does Medvedev use the T rebound or does he use the TF, the TFX one? 
God, I have no idea. Why did I? I mean, look. Let, let's do a little quick. Is which ones? I mean, are they both white? So he's using the he's using the T Fight RS three hundred five. I, I know that the one that he has is like the Medvedev only racket, but you can buy it now. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he had we like sell, there yeah. was there was one that like Technofiber came out with, and it was designed for him that you couldn't buy for a while, but now you can buy it. No, he's that racket. Yeah, his is the, the TFX one is more white with yellow, and then his is more black. Um, with a little bit of blue. blue. Yeah. So a lot of great rackets, I've used guys. It. it feels. I mean, it's cool. The the uh, Technofiber. Yeah. It's got good weight to it. Yeah, I've, I've actually enjoyed him with it as well. But yeah, guys, check out all the top rackets. I'm just where tennis is going with their marketing ability uh, on these sticks and changing the cosmetics to keep everything fresh, not let it get kind of stagnant. I think that's just a. Uh, really cool way to kind of mix it up and keep, so keep players quick, and fans excited. Nate, are you going to switch over to the new color scheme on, on Rafa's racket? Because I know that you use they don't it. offer my uh, They don't offer the plus and the Rafa colorway. Oh, really? Unless I have, unless Bablat has been holding out on me, I don't think they do. But hope, um, maybe one of the Bablat reps will be able to uh, change that for us down the road. <laughs> <laughs> We're just asking. Because I do, I kind of do like the color, like the Rafa colorway. It's, it's, grown, cool. it's, it's grown on me a little bit. Like, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. It's kind of a lot, but I'm a fan of it. And it's just like, I've been using the Bumblebee colorway for, feels like, 10 years now. So, it would be, it would be cool to change it up. Bablet's just, like, stayed kind of true to themselves on their three silos for yeah. some time now. The so, white and red and black, the Bumblebee and the blue and white. Yep. Yeah. Blue, those yeah. are cool. No. All of those rackets are great. So, guys, hold on. We got a few giveaways that we wanted to uh, inform you guys about. Hopefully, this podcast will drop before midnight tonight when that uh the first one is over but go to our our instagram you guys will see a white tennis point hoodie post i believe it was like six posts ago go in the comments comment which item from tennispoint.com you would want most for christmas and why and you, two of you guys will randomly be selected for a hundred dollar gift card we also have another giveaway uh coming up with functional tennis give functional tennis a follow on instagram fabio moly does a just an amazing job of running that page and keeping the content coming and just a lot of cool stuff they're doing over there just growing the game with off the court stuff the training uh the, the apparel stuff so they did the uh we, we just did the racket um racket bracket with them last week this week we got the best shoes of 2021 we have the finals is tonight it is two asic shoes they got the the, the uh, court ff versus asic gel resolution eight in the final shout out to asics a tremendous year for them, especially. I mean, the, sho the shoes that they have on the market are—they're all, I mean, top of the line. Whether it's the speed, the court, or the gel resolution, all of them are. I'm a big advocate for all three. But yeah, go go ahead and vote your opinion out there, and be ready for a uh, giveaway with them. We'll be giving away a free pair of shoes. Those are just easy opportunities. We're going to be giving. We're going to be doing a lot more of those. We love to kind of give back to the tennis community that. Um, it's cool to go in there and just vote just because all the just get to look at all the different shoes. It is, and it's like I kind of forget, when you're in when you're kind of in the thick of it throughout the year, you kind of forget how many releases there really were. And it's you're like, it's cool shoes. It, it, you go back and look at all the colorways and all the shoe drop. Like, wow, did all these really just drop this past year? Yeah, I remember seeing like like for the most part like like the ones that you and I have talked about. But then like when you we start going back through there, there's definitely a few brands on there that was just like, man. And for me, like the New Balance, like why didn't I look at those? I mean, those yep. are sweet. You love the lobs. I do. I'm getting those next. There you I'm go. Last thing we wanted to talk about, guys. What if 
so we proposed we, I was asking you before the show like we either got to talk oh, about yeah, like yeah. a potential rule change with tennis like if we were to, if we were like the the uh, president of the ATP or WTA what rule change would we implement or what format would we like to see be implemented at the tour level we discussed a number of things. But we did a few, like no coaching, no, like no, like, the no yeah. coaching, like I, th- or coaching. Let, let's see some coaching out there. Yeah, at, at some I mean. at some levels, like maybe it ends at the at the ATP 500 level. But let's let's see what that can do to the I game. Mean, how much does that? I'm asking because I don't know. Like, how much does that change the like the historical component of tennis? Because, I, because uh, yeah, because I, I don't think the tennis coaching really had like a huge presence until the 90s with like Brad Gilbert, yep. right? No, and I think – actually, I just talked about this with Alex Gruskin on the Cracked Rackets mini-break podcast last night. He made a good point. Like, if you're a fan, like, you're paying to watch these best athletes. Best tennis. Yeah, you're you're paying to watch them play their best tennis. If you want them to have the best chance to play their best tennis, let them have coaching. It's like, what other sport asked an athlete to just go out there? So it would change it, though. It would change it, for sure. I mean, I think players – some players would kind of be against it, where they probably would never – Want a coach to kind of be in their ear throughout a match as they kind of trust their own problem but you solving. You said you kind of liked it. Oh, I love. Yeah. I'm all about it. I, in college, you get okay. you get coached yeah. in between points. You get coached in between oh, games. You do. In between it's sets. allowed in college. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, I mean that it helps a ton. I mean, like it just helps to take your mind. Like even if coach comes over and cracks a joke about something that happened last week, it just takes my mind off the double fault I just had or the right. forehand I missed or whatever. I thought I think that's a a huge benefit to the game of tennis and it like. You, maybe you'll see guys perform. I mean, you just you just don't know. I think it, I think it brings a higher level to the table, though, for sure. Yeah, we, there's definitely like an analytical side that's hard to like, like really tap into. And like, you might do it, but you're always I, I like think, five games late. <laughs> yeah, I, no, hundred percent. I think it's very hard to pick up on like habits or like this guy's missed seven returns that were kick serves into the net. He's missed three forehand. Flats like just like to have that kind of thought process in your head that like this guy's struggling against this serve. He when, when he approach when he hits an approach shot, eight out of ten times he's attacked to my back. Like don't you think it'll favor certain types of players though that can definitely. like adjust definitely. immediately because like, there's some guys that can come out and game plan and like you just can't figure out their yeah. game plan. And you're like then you're down six zero six one. You finally realize like they were just doing this one thing yeah. to me. Like I should have been able to figure that out. Whereas like if you yeah. bring in coaching. Those guys, I don't know. Like I'm, like I'm asking I'm, you. Like no, it seems I'm, like it might change such a like fundamental component of tennis. It's, it's not like coaching is not happening at all. Like let's, there's guys have Titsy Boss's dad. <laughs> so, he may, yeah, he's texting somebody. He's like but, yelling stuff out from the no, crowd. No, it's like too. it's not. Tennis fans would be kind of naive to think that there's no coaching that goes on at all. But to make it almost more fair for the whole entire field. I think if you allow a if you say what I think these guys get five minutes in between sets or maybe three minutes I forget the official three game. minutes before three between mi- games and like they get five minutes between yeah. sets and then if it's the, it goes into the fifth set they get like ten minutes. Exactly. So right in between those sets, maybe so you start off you start off maybe year one you give them two minutes per match, then you see it's going well you give coaches. Like four or five minutes, and it has to be within the flow of the game. Don't stop the flow of the game for this. Like Let, in, like so, like like on the odd changes, yes, they are allowed to talk. Yes, to keep the change, keep everything timed out the same. But if if the player wants it, the coach can slide slide down. He can sit courtside so that he can get on court quickly, 
and without stopping the flow of the game and slowing the game down any like at all, he can get out there and talk to I his agree. guy. I yeah. I think that'd be cool. At least try. It. As long as it doesn't like break up like like you can't yell out stuff during the serves. Yeah. Like you, you know, like if yeah. like you're like they're already changing sides. I think that'd be cool. But, I agree. So last thing I want to propose to you is are you a proponent or not is if one month out of the calendar year First off, we need to get these guys a longer off season. So got to do that, something over Christmas too, because I'm just dying. You're right dying. Now. No, we got watching something. In I feel Korea, bad for these guys because challenger does, matches in Korea this week. It does feel like these guys have like no off season, and like you just said, you're you're watching whatever matches you can get on. I think if if we can figure out a way to have a month of like where there's normally tournaments and make it a team formatted month where it's like. We have a little bit of it with the Labor Cup and Davis Cup, but it's, it's, I don't, I think we can not, we can do it without being without divided by, yeah, without countries. Like, don't do nationality. Don't do, the Labor Cup is, is good, it's, it's not, it's solid, the ATP Cup is cool, the Davis Cup is cool, but it's like, that's three different things with like, right. three formats that I'm not do sure work really the best. really need to simulate war in some other aspect? No, and like, like here's another simulator. Yeah, I don't think we need all tennis that. Tennis doesn't really do that anyway. Right, so we can, I think... What I propose is, like, what if we had the top ten players draft out a college roster where you're, like, so you're gaming for six singles matches, three doubles matches, same format as college, say you can get two reserves, one or two reserves, you give them, like, a, like, the guys are going to have a salary cap, each team has a salary cap. How's the salary cap work? I think... Like, just their, like, their salary? Or, no, like, like, they are only allowed to take, they, like, you can only take... If I get six guys... But then that changes their draft, right? Right. And I think, yeah, so, like, you're going to... I can't take six guys in the top... No, because that's the thing. We want to keep it as balanced and kind of even as, right. as you can throughout I the see, roster. Yeah. So you got to come up with the, 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 the host sites are going to... Salary being points. Like, let's say you're only allowed X amount of, like, ATP points. Yeah, I think that's a fair idea. And then, then each team gets a certain amount of money um, distributed to it and like based on where you got picked that's how, that's like the tier of money you, you make yes. and that's where these these host let's sites do it let's the, do that these host sites collect all the revenue from um, fans and revenue streaming and merch sold and they can all make Would it you do the, to their city the college scoring and with like the yes. four uh, was it the four four games and no ad no no so um so no co- ad scoring no college format is you, you play to six and doubles with no ad scoring, and then um, singles is no ad scoring, but it's yeah you play this uh, sets to six. Six and yep. that's it. Yep, and it would be the best best two out of three, no no super tiebreakers. It would play out the full third, and I just think that with like play the sets the, to six meaning like if you get six games, it's, a regular it's set. over. Okay, no, but it's not like because I played in some weird leagues where like the it's like you play six games if it's four two and you're up four two games like no, it's over. No, I don't know. Okay, so not, six games. Not that inner club stuff that they got going on over there. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> it, that makes that makes tennis even harder to keep track. <laughs> I saw the ATP did some cool content. They're like asking all the players like, why does tennis keep track score 15, 30, 40 game dude like, and not one player had any. Is it, reason you know, is, we should talk about that in a whole like I literally just no, read a whole book on it. That's funny. But let's so anyway, we'll, next, let's do that next. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to kind of keep keep uh, polishing up this this uh, idea. But I think Gruskin was on to it as well as he's like all in. Is like tennis needs free agency. We need trades. We need to see like the drama of like these guys mic'd up coaching each other, talking about why this lineup was changed to this, who was ducking who. And just that whole facet would be super fun to cover 
as, as a tennis fan, and I think it would draw in casual fans that were like n- not sure, like not sure what what to kind of what to kind of watch. It's like it's hard for non-tennis fans to kind of dive into the calendar year and get behind something. But if they can kind of follow a storyline with like a team going through that the uh, the gauntlet, I think that'd be pretty fun. We should do it from a fantasy perspective this year, just you and I, and then um, see how it ends up. We'll just do the draft ourselves. I yeah. like it. We'll have to do a mock. All right, but that was a uh, Tennis Point Tuesday happening on a Wednesday. We'll hopefully get back in the booth sometime this week or this weekend. Touch base again. We have some exciting news coming for you guys soon. But as always, be sure to check us out on our social media platforms. Instagram is tennis underscore point underscore US. Twitter is the same. And then TikTok, just tennis underscore point. Um, Listen to us on uh, Stitcher and listen to us on Spotify. Exactly. Share with your friends. We'll be bringing some guests to you guys here soon. Have a great weekend. Have a great holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yep. Go Team Yellow. Talk to you guys soon.